Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We were all meant to shine as children do. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same as we are liberated from our own fear. Our presence automatically liberates others. Man, if you know, you know, this is one of my favorite scenes from one of my favorite movies. It's actually an excerpt from a, an amazing poem by Marianne Williamson called Our Deepest Fear. You've probably heard it. And today we're, we're going to dive into the importance of understanding that your presence has the ability to liberate others. But even more importantly than that, I want to ask you and challenge you, who needs your light today? So let's get into it. Family, thank you again for tuning in. This is Nate and welcome to the If Nothing Else podcast, where we aim to propel you toward your God-given purpose, meaning, and calling. Uh, For those of you who are joining me for the first time, and even for those of you who have uh, been been able to be a part of this journey with me, thank you so much. Uh, I'd ask that if, if something resonated with you today, if you can share this content with somebody, please subscribe, um, leave a rating, leave a review. It just helps get this out to more people uh, who may need it most. And that's really what we're going to be talking about today. So as you can tell, I, I love this this poem. I love that scene in that movie. And ever since I saw that movie, that scene has always captivated me. You know, I used to think maybe it was due to the amazing actors uh, or maybe the heaviness of the situation in the movie. But as time has gone on, the words of that poem truly resonated with me. And I think mainly because it challenged my thinking. It challenged the way that I viewed purpose. We're going to talk about that today. You know, one of the most, one of the most powerful lines in that uh, in that poem was the fact that as we lead and let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people the permission to do the same. Uh, I want to talk about the importance of not only finding that light, that fire, however you may want to to put it, but really the understanding of us being able to fuel that flame for the entirety of our lives. Now, it won't be easy. It's something that we have to work towards. But if we want to continue to influence other people, we have to light that fire and keep it um, keep it going, keep it uh, raging within us so that hopefully our passion would be able to carry over to other people. You know, a few years ago, my wife and I decided to go on a Christmas trip to the mountains and we found this cute, small, quaint cabin in, in, in the middle of the mountains. And while we were walking around our first day, I saw this fire pit. And in my mind, I saw, um, I saw this nice controlled fire that we would be roasting marshmallows and enjoying our, each other's company. And, and really, I thought it'd be some romantic time that we would have together. Now, let me give you some context. I, I was never a Boy Scout. I'm not a nature guy. I lived all my life in the city environment, and I had no clue how to start, make, or keep a fire going. 
But with all the confidence in the world, I went to the the nearest supermarket and basically bought everything they had on the on the shelves that was flammable. And I figured, you know what? I can make this work. So the time came where I was ready to build this beautiful romantic fire. And I did my best to find the blocks of wood, put it in the fire pit. And I started to add the gas and, you know, those flammable elements and everything that I could buy in the store. I threw in a match and then nothing. Fast forward 30 minutes later, 45 minutes later, I couldn't for the life of me figure out how to get those logs started. So I did what any guy does in that situation. I went to YouTube and I realized that I had all the elements of creating a fire. I had bought everything that I needed. I was just going about the process an entirely different way. You know, first I needed to start finding some pine needles, some like kindling, maybe even some small pieces of newspaper. And and I could move those sticks on the paper. And then as I got a decent flame going, then I began to burn the big laws. There was a process to not only starting the fire, but maintaining that fire. And as time went on, that fire began to roar. It was sustained and it fulfilled its purpose. Now, I mentioned this, I mentioned this because the concept of building a fire is very similar to our life journey. And and being able to keep that metaphorical flame or light lit is is the same thing that we need to do. You know, some of us may have the exact tools we need to fulfill our purpose. We just may be going about it the entire wrong way. Now, before we go any further, if anybody has not encouraged you or motivated you to understand that you have a purpose, you have a light. I want to be that individual today. There is a reason why you are here and you may not understand it yet. You may not um, know how to put all those tools together to fulfill your purpose, but hopefully today would evoke some curiosity and allow you to understand. I need to figure this out. Not only for me, but for the people that I can help along the way. You know, Jesus said it best in Matthew. Um, You know that I always bring it back to scripture. He says that you are the light of the world. A city on the hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and gives light to everyone in the house. And in the same way, let your light shine before men that they may see your good deeds and praise your father in heaven. Here is, is just the amazing concept. You have a light and that light does no good by smoldering it, by, by holding it inside, by covering it. That light needs to be shown because your light could end up evoking light in others. See, it's not just about you. I, I, I want you to, to picture purpose in this, in this context in this different perspective, if, if you would allow me. Purpose is not only about yourself. He says in that verse, you need to let your light shine so that others would be able to see it. Now, sometimes we get we get confused as to what your light is, as to what that flame, that fire is. And you probably heard me talk about this before, but your flame, your fire is not your gifts. It's not your talents. It's not your job title, your salary, your home, the status, it's none of those things. As we talked about in the last episode, as we begin to hold on to what matters most, we realize 
the things that have no meaning. You know, what I hope to speak about in relation to purpose and and finding your life is that when we speak about purpose or when we begin to define it, we understand that it is created through life's journey and it encompasses or encapsulates one's purpose, vision, goals, identity, but we have to realize that it is a process that can take a lifetime. You may not understand your purpose at 25 years old. That is okay. You may understand your purpose at 25 years old and it may change at 50. That is okay. It is a process. It takes time. It takes investment. For some of us, it takes pain. It takes uncomfortability. And there are seasons in our life where we may feel like the match, the the light, the flame is burnt out. But I'm here to, again, encourage, inspire, motivate you and reiterate that if you're breathing, you have purpose and the potential to live a life with that fire continuing to burn. We get this question a lot, especially when we're we're talking about purpose. It's kind of like the, the fad or the 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 common popular language. And people ask, well, what is your why? And in reality, it's your connection to, like we said, your your values, your identity, and your purpose beyond your self-interest. Now, some of us, we focus on the first half of that, that definition without realizing the, the profound nature of the second half. It goes beyond your self. Think about that for a second. How, how often do you think about what you want to leave behind or how every single day you have the opportunity to propel somebody else towards their purpose, to have a conversation with somebody that would change the trajectory of their life. Now, research shows that individuals who tap into their purpose, that understand how they can help other people and, it, and that it goes beyond themselves, they perform better at work, they're, they're more engaged, they're more productive in areas of life, and they're even healthier. Now, we have to understand that, you know, while we are physical beings, we are also spiritual beings. And there are moments where we may be past the point of exhaustion, where we feel physically drained, emotionally depleted, or even mentally worn out. And all of those things could mean that you are spiritually empty. And if we also agree that we're spiritual beings, perhaps the best place to find strength and energy is in our purpose and understand that we live for a higher meaning, a higher calling. You know, one of the things that I love in the Bible, Paul writes that when I am weak, he is strong. When I don't understand what is going on in my life. And, and, and I ask the question, why did I have to go through this? And why do people treat me this way at the end of the day, if I can hold on to what matters most, to how my legacy will hopefully go beyond myself, that could make it a world of difference. When we begin to persevere past our circumstance and realize there is something more that we can attain. 
I love the parallel that the Bible makes between living our life and athletics. You'll find that Paul um, in, in scripture wrote a, a lot about running the race. And I, and I love that. In Hebrews, he says that we must run with perseverance. He also says, I did not run and labor in vain. You know, we, you probably heard this. He's fought the good fight and he's finished the race and he's kept the faith. One of the, the most enlightening aspects of, uh, of, of racing or, or running that, that blew my mind was that back then they would run with torches. So when you watch the Olympics, you see the ceremonial torches that are lit and it, it signifies uh, and it's a symbolism for, um, you know, for, for the Olympic races, for the Olympic Games. But back then when they would run races, not only would they attempt to be the first individual to pass and to cross the finish line, but more importantly, they had to run that race, keeping their torch lit the entire time. Now, you probably, you probably see where I'm going with this. It's not just about living life, but as you live life, are you living life with a lit torch? Is your light shining through what you do? Now, many of us have fallen in the trap of, of waking up, going through the monotony of life, going to work, coming home, falling asleep, going to work, and it becomes this everyday thing. And, and let, me, let me clarify this. I've had moments in my life where I've hated my job, where I've hated going to school, where, where I, I had trouble connecting my purpose to what I did on a daily basis. And I'm here to tell you, if that is you, that doesn't mean you have purpose. That just means you may have to look a little bit harder. That means you may have to do a little bit more reflection. It says in scripture, James 1 and 2, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, when you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. What you go through in life, the ups and the downs, produces not only perseverance, but maturity. So I want to ask you, I want you to take a moment and ask yourself, what areas of my life make it difficult to keep my torch lit? What areas of my life is it, is it hard for that light to shine? It may be at work because I don't really necessarily love what I do, but do I have an opportunity to impact somebody? It may be in your marriage where things may not been um, may may have not been like it started out, and 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 you may not know your collective purpose anymore, and you may have to do some digging, maybe have to do some counseling to understand how we keep that torch lit. It may be in your parenting. In your, in your academics, whatever it may be, identify what areas in your life it's difficult to keep your torch lit, but most importantly, begin to work on those things. Find ways that you can keep that light lit to, to have your passion shine through with what you do and the people that you interact with. You know, I'm learning in, in the workforce and what I do that in leadership, we, we can focus on everything else. We can focus on results, goals, tasks. But at the end of the day, people are our most valuable resource. And I can do anything that I can to 
hopefully gain the results. But if I'm not speaking into people's lives, if I'm not allowing them to be motivated, to be inspired, I'm not doing my job. So as you run this race, I'd love for you to ask the question, what do I want to be remembered for? Do I want to be somebody who just went to work, who just came home and, you know, mindlessly played with their kids and put them to bed and did the same thing over and over and and didn't speak life into them, didn't instill, you know, work ethic or um, instill life in them so that they would understand that it is helping other people. You know, I am the way that I am today because of who I saw when I was a kid living with my parents who wanted to make people the center of their lives, not forgetting that they had two young sons that they had to instill life into as well. The search for meaning is one of the most powerful and enduring themes across all of recorded history. Plato, Socrates, Jesus himself, we all, they have all talked about the importance of, of purpose. So, Find ways, whether in work, your family life, health, service to others, to live out core values in your daily behaviors that accentuate your purpose, your light, your meaning, and your calling. The last question that I want to leave with you here today is, is who, whose fire are you igniting? Who needs your light today? It's, it's not enough just to find your purpose and to identify why you're here on earth, but you have to go a step further. What am I leaving for other people? How am I helping others along their journey? How am I being available, intentional, focused on not only the mission, but keeping people around me so that I can help them along the way. I had a conversation with a friend not too long ago who wants to start a podcast. And we, we've been talking and, and I've tried to give as much advice as possible. And, you know, it, it always comes back to, you know, fear. I'm afraid to get started. I'm afraid of the thoughts, the, you know, uh, what people will think. Will they listen and this really resonated with me because those are the exact thoughts that I dealt with for over a year. And for a year, I had everything in place to start the podcast, but I didn't. And the one thing that pushed me to continue um, really was the, was the question of the longer, that I, the longer that I wait, the longer I prolong this podcast... How long am I going to be prolonging somebody's blessing? And let, me, let me put it in a different way. The longer that I wait, who may need to hear a word that I have to say that can change their life? And it may be one, it may be two, but something that I say could help somebody. I want to put the ball in your court. What conversation, what area of your life where you could be a little bit more present could change the trajectory of somebody's life could possibly allow them to see life in a different lens 
because of you. You could be the tool that that creates a movement just simply by a conversation, simply by being present, simply by asking a question, how are you and how can I help? I don't know who this is for, um, but I'm here to tell you that you have purpose, you have a light, you have a fire. When you find it, do something with it. With that being said, I want to say thank you again. Um, I, I really did enjoy this episode, this opportunity to speak with you. Um, I, I want to continue this conversation um, in, in a little bit and hopefully provide you some context as to what are some barriers, what things get in our way from living our purpose. So with that being said, thank you so much for listening. I cannot wait for next time. God bless you. And we'll talk real soon. Bye.